and how are we doing today? I know for most of North Carolina, at least, we have been in a shower of blessings. Um, and I say that because it's all in perspective. I, I just, I want to thank you for joining us today or watching the rebroadcast. And I pray that God speaks to you today through his word. And I pray that there is something in this devotional that the Lord would use to encourage you, to uplift you, and to keep you looking forward toward the cross. Not behind you, not beside you, but what is in front of us and which is that it, what that is is the cross of Jesus. That is what is before us. Today, I had a message all planned out and then the Lord kind of changed things. Well, if if he's not ever done that in your life when he ask you to speak for him um you have one thing all planned out and then the lord says no i want you to do this and i have been i had everything planned out for one devotional and the lord said no it's time to remove your roof and remove people's roofs um for my glory. So here we go. The scripture for today is Mark 2, 2 through 12. Immediately many gathered together so that there were no, was no longer room to receive them not even near the door and he preached the word to them then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men and when they came when they came they could not come near him because of the crowd they uncovered the roof where he was so when they had broken through they let the bed down on which the paralytic was lying when jesus saw their faith he said to the paralytic son your sins are forgiven you and some scribes were sitting there reasoning in their hearts why does this man speak blasphemies like this who can forgive 
sins but God alone. But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your heart? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise, take up your bed, and walk. But that you may know the Son of Man's power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, take up your bed and go to your house. <laughs> Immediately he rose, took up his bed, and went out into the presence of them all. So they were all amazed and and glorified God, saying, We've never seen anything like this. Today I want to ask you, what does God need to remove in your life so that He can, can use you like He wants to? What is keeping you from that close relationship? Sometimes we need to remove our roof of our faith. What, what we think is possible within our faith. We need to remove the roof and say, God, give me a new perspective, a new pair of lenses, a new pair of eyes, a, a new vision. Proverbs says, without a vision, people perish. Does God, do you need to ask God today for a new vision, a new focus, a new perspective? Today I ask you, if those four men had seen the crowd and said, okay, we'll try again another day, uh, we'll just give up. No, they had heard that Jesus was going to come. And they knew that their friend needed to have a, have a, have a, have a meeting with Jesus. They knew what Jesus could do. Same with the woman with the issue of blood. She knew she needed it. She had tried everything else. Same same with the the man at the pool of Bethesda, which we'll get into in a second, in John 5, 4 through 8. It says, For an angel of the Lord went down and certain at a certain time into the pool and stirred the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water 
was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him laying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be well, to be made well? The sick man answered, Sir, I have no one to put me in the, into the pool when the water is stirred. When the water is is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your mat, and walk. In those two passages of the scripture, we see two things. We see Four people in Mark who see a, a, a need for their friend and want them to rush him to Jesus. And he was on a bed. He wasn't able to crawl. He wasn't able to get a can. He was on a bed. So it took four of them to take him to Jesus. They pushed through the crowd. They push through the crowd to get up on the roof. Sometimes the Lord is just saying, if you'll push through, if you'll push through, if you'll keep walking, keep going forward, and you'll push through, you'll, you'll push to, to where I want you to be. Sometimes it takes pushing through for for God to get us to realize that it's by His power we need to roll on. It's by His glory we need to roll on. It's by His it's by His knowledge we need to roll on. It's not ours. It's His. And we need to ask ourselves, are we being like those four men today? Are we taking them to our Father? Are we, do, even though we see a need, are we taking our friends and our family to the one who can who can change their life. And he looked up. It says Jesus looked up and saw their faith and said, Son, your sins are forgiven. You know, even the Pharisees were like, Who is this guy? He doesn't have the power to say, your sins are forgiven. You're not God. No. 
He was the Son of God. He was the Son of God. He was the Son of God who died on the cross of Calvary, was buried, but my friends, he rose again. He's the same God that met that man at the pool of Bethesda and said, don't look at your situation or your circumstance. Don't look at the people who are running before you and getting in your way. I'm right here. Why are you looking at the situation when I'm right here and I'm all you need? Take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. The same thing he said in John. He said it in Mark to the man, the paralytic man. He said, take up your mat and walk. And you may say, Scotty, why are you getting so excited? Because, my friends, when the Holy Spirit moves in you and does in you, like he's done in me lately, it gets you so excited. Not a, a, a momentary excitement, like a thrill ride, but an excitement that will last. An excitement down in my gut, down in my soul, down in my very core, that I know, I know one day I'm going to be healed. Whether on this earth or in heaven, but I know, regardless, I'm going to be healed. But until then, I'm going to be like those four men who took their friend to Jesus because they knew there was a need. They removed the roof and got more faith. Today we need to remove the cap of our of our spirits, remove the cap of our faith and increase our faith until we say, Jesus, there's not a cap anymore. There's not a limit anymore. I want more and more of you and less and less of me. I want more and more of your presence and less and less of me. I want more and more of Jesus and less and less of me. My friends, if we had have seen the crowd, like those four men saw the crowd, well, we have said, well, it's too crowded, we're going to turn around. Or would we have said, you know what? I'm going to take him regardless. Guys, let's push through the crowd and take the roof off and lower him down. Who do we need to lower down to today to Jesus? Just like those four four men lowered their paralytic friend. Just like that man in John where he was at the pool. He had been living like with his infirmity for 38 years. That's how old I am. I'm 38 years old. But Jesus said, Jesus asked him, 
He asked him, do you want to be made well? In verse 6. And he answered him, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool of the water when it is stirred up. But while I am there, he stepped they stepped down before me. And Jesus said, Rise, take up your mat and walk. He said, the the healer, the one who brought who who is in control, the one who has all the answers, said, Take up your mat, quit looking at the situation and look to me for your healing. Quit looking at at other circumstances and look to me for your healing. And when that happens, then Jesus is glorified. That's when he moves in your life. Quit looking at the things of this world and and quit looking at the distractions of this world and look to me, Jesus Christ. That's what he says in his word. That's what Jesus is saying to you today. Look at the things that I have given you. Look at the blessings that I have given you. Look at the, his word that he's given us, friends. Not at this world, not at the situation. Because if you look at this world, you get down and out. But if you look at his word, he'll raise you up. Thank you and have a blessed day.